0: If your dream doesn't require a team, you aren't dreaming big enough. Hey, it's Lucas Scrobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome back to Weaver and Loom, episode 104. And today we're gonna to be talking about Iliad Kipchoge, who last week, last Sunday, broke the two- hour marathon, smashed the record books and ran the marathon in one hour and 59 minutes and 40 seconds. That is an average of four and a half minutes, four minutes and 34 seconds per mile. That is crazy. It is crazy how like Roger Bannister, there's this barrier that for so long no human being was ever able to cross that barrier. Like Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. Elio Kipchoge finally broke the two-hour marathon after being in a pursuit and a chase for this for years, if not decades, and the human race for hundreds of years. Some people thought it would never be broken. But here's the thing. Kipchoge did not break the 2 two-hour marathon. He didn't do it alone. It was actually him and 42 other runners. That's right. It took 42 runners to act as a windshield to break the wind and to pace him to be able to break the two-hour marathon. Not only that, but he had a pace car with a laser shooting a light on the road, so he knows exactly where he needs to be to be on pace. Not only that, but he had coaches. I'm guessing more than one coach if he had 42 other runners. Not only did he have 42 other runners, but he had multiple sponsors. The The entire race for him to break the two-hour marathon, it was set up just for him to be able to break a two-hour marathon. Think of the the administration, the logistics that go in to accomplishing such a feat. Iliad Kipchoge did not break the two-hour marathon by himself. He had a team of hundreds and hundreds of people around him. Now, same with Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister actually didn't break the four-minute mile by himself. When we talked about Roger Bannister a few episodes back, Roger Bannister didn't do it by himself. He actually had two other pace runners to run with him so he knew where he was on pace in order to break the four-minute mile. People who achieve great things never do so by themselves. They always have a team around them. No matter what, no matter how small our dream is, we need to realize that, one, we need a team around us. Two. We already have a team around us. So first, if you have a dream and you have not been able to envision how your dream needs a team, or maybe you think, you know what, I can do this by myself. People burn me, they hurt me, they're not trustworthy, people are flakes, I don't need a team, I'm gonna be self-reliant. Well, look at North Korea. North Korea's ideology is an ideology of self-reliance and it has isolated them And it has hurt them in the long run. We cannot remain isolated if we want to do and achieve great things. We need a team. So, first, think about the dream for your life. Think about the massive vision for the life. The thing that you want to achieve doesn't need a team. If it doesn't, if you can envision achieving your dream without having a massive team of people around you working in a team, then your dream is not big enough. So first, first step action point for today's episode, make sure your dream needs a team. If it doesn't, your dream isn't a dream. It's just you being small-minded, thinking small, dreaming small. You need to modify your dream so that it needs so that it includes a team, so that it requires other people for you to achieve that because the world needs what you have and you need what people, what the world has. Number two, to achieve your dream, you must give to your team. Kipchoge, he gave to his team. When he when he won in his interview, he was praising the 42 other pace runners because without them, he would have not have been able to run his race. Now, these guys who were his pace runners, some of them are Olympic gold medalists, Olympic silver medalists. They are some of the world's best Runners. They're not just, you know, someone who couldn't make it elsewhere. He went out and found the best people. He was not intimidated by finding people who were better than him in other areas of running, in maybe a 1500 meter run or a 3000 meter run. He found the best in the world and he, he didn't find someone who's mediocre that he's not intimidated by. He found someone that was better than him to be on his team. Now, also, he paid those people. He praised those people. He had coaches and he submitted himself to the coach's training. Not his own ideas, but he said, Hey, you you are a professional knows how to do this. I'm going to submit myself to your training so that I can grow the way that I need to, because I have blind spots that I don't know as an athlete. You need to be able, you need to give to your team, not only financially with praise and you need to be open to your team's ideas because you do not have all the ideas. You need a team. Number three, the number third, the third point for this episode, you may say, well, I don't have a team. There's no one around me. I'm doing this by myself. I've tried to get other people to do it, but no one wants to follow me. No one wants to listen. I'm just all alone. Who, who could I possibly bring in to be on my team? What you don't realize is that you already have a team. If you find yourself saying, I, me, and I did this, and I achieved this, and I'm doing this, one, you're not seeing the full picture. You're not realizing that you have a team of people around you, and you are not giving them the credit due for your success because your success hinges on the people around you who are support. So begin to even use in your language, begin to use my team. My team achieved this. Maybe you're a freelancer, but guess what? You're probably working with other freelancers. That is your team. You have a support system around you, people who are helping you, people who you're bouncing ideas off. Those people who believe in you, who work alongside you, they are part of your team. And if you begin to talk to them as if they're part of your team, if you begin to give them credit as if they're part of your team, if you begin to pay them and treat them as if you're part of, they're part of your team, guess what? They are going to become more and more integrated into what you do because you are lifting them up on a platform. You are giving to them. So if you do not see and you cannot imagine or envision the team around you, you need to start to look. You need to start to think of that support system as your team and that you're not doing it alone. I I can often struggle feeling like, oh, I'm doing it alone. But really, when I take take some steps back and I look around, I can see, no, I actually have I actually have a great team. I have a great team around me of Brilliant, smart people, people who are better than me at what I do and what they do. And I lean and I rely on my team so much. So, if you're on my team and you're listening to this, thank you so much for being on the team. It could not be done without you. Second, make your dream, need a team, give to your team so that they can achieve their dreams and then begin. To recognize those people on your team and pull them in, them in to everything that you're doing. That's all for today's episode on Weaver and Loom. Please share this with your team members. If you have people around you that you're like, you know what, you're on my team. Share this episode with them and encourage them to think about the projects that they're working on, the the goals that they have in their life, and begin to bring people around them as well, so that they can achieve their dreams, which also need a team. Finally, my book, Anchor the Discipline to Stop Drifting, is out. It is a great book for you to read as a team, for your team to read, to get your team on the same path, on the same track, with the same language, so that you and your team can achieve the goals that you have set out to achieve. Thank you for listening. I'm Lucas Grobaut. You are a change maker, and this is where destiny is over.